All right, William. Hello. Congrats. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. You guys finally got one. We did. We absolutely did. That uh I, I have to say, I was I was um once you guys beat secret, man, I was looking at that. I was looking at Mud Golems, Navi, I was like, surely if if Liquid's gonna walk away with a win in any of these tournaments during this corona time, it's gotta be this one. It felt like it felt like you guys just had to get the win for this. Yeah, I think so too. The the setup was too good. I mean we had a we had a really hard f- Okay, to be fair, though, we had a really hard road. Yeah, yeah, let's, let, let's start at the start. Okay, so ESL1 okay. Germany, you guys uh, go into this group stage. It's a Swiss group stage, right? So you mm-hmm. just kind of like have to match up. You win your first series, you match up against somebody else who's also won a series. So the very first round, <laughs> you guys actually matched up against Mud Golems. Uh, then you matched up against Navi, 2-0 Mud Golems, 2-1 Navi, uh, and you're 2-0. You go into your your third series, and it's secret. Yeah. Uh, and that series didn't go uh, as well for you guys. What should have won game one though? That one. I yeah. mean, we want we we were in a position. We actually learned a lot from that series, I think, because we were we were so like passive and we didn't like play to win at some point, and then mm. we messed up, and then we kind of lost momentum. And being down a game against secret feels really bad. Yeah. So then you yeah, kind of but... just mentally are like out. Oh, isn't that hasn't that I, I feel like that's been a history with you guys that you guys usually challenge secret best in game one. Like yeah. whether you take that game one or at least if if any games are close in that series, it's usually game one. Yeah. That's and then uh okay, so that you know that's that's kind of rough, but hey, you're like you you're always able to brush off losing a secret, right? Yeah. It's like, well, they're the best team in the world. Uh after five that men. yeah, five men who uh, I feel uh, you guys are probably pretty familiar with at this point, right? Yeah, yeah I feel like I every single... Uh, yeah, I feel like I always see you guys in some sort of elimination. I think it was like uh, play-ins for the last tournament where like after groups, there was a play-in stage and you guys yeah. matched up against five men. So I feel like at this point, you guys got to feel pretty confident against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we felt pretty good. They were good, though. They should have uh, 2 0 Nygma, actually. Mm. They messed up. That was the non-Aegis pickup thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they probably should have won that. Yeah. So you guys get out of the groups, 3-1. Uh, you make up a bracket. How, how are you guys feeling after groups? We look at the bracket, and we think it's pretty free, obviously, because we 2-0'd Mud Golems before. And we, we actually felt like this was our time to beat Secret. Like, I know in hindsight that sounds really easy, but we sure. really thought we were going to, like, clean this tournament out at first. Okay, so that, that says a lot about what you learned from the series against secret, right? You, yeah. you guys, that you felt confident, like run it back again. We'll beat them. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And <laughs> things do not start great as, no. as it seems per tradition for, for liquid, you guys lose the, the first upper bracket uh, yeah. game two one against mud golems. Uh, that had to be quite the blow. If you guys are saying, Oh, we went into this feeling like we've got a free run. Um, Okay, so some backstory. When this tournament started, I had been feeling pretty burnt out. And I said I was going to take a break. Um, I was like, Jabs will handle some of the stuff. I'm going to take a break. Mm-hmm. And Aiden was like, okay, no problems with me. Because <clears throat> he told me that he wants to preserve me for as long as he can. 
Like, if I ever feel tired, he said, I can just stop. He's like, if you don't want to watch scrims, you don't have to. Like, you can do whatever you want, Will. He gave me, like, carte blanche. Um, this was, like, right before ESL started. Um, and then when ESL had started, he told me after one of the scrim days, because I, I really took that. I was like, oh, I'm going to just relax, you know? Mm-hmm. After that started, oh, I know you, William. When somebody tells yeah. you you can chill, you 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 definitely chill. Yeah. So then, uh, before ESL started, he told me I'm done, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And he was like, "I'm I'm just done." Like they we they apparently had like a really bad day of practice and stuff, and so he was just <clears> you know. So then uh, he was like, "I can't do this alone right now. Can we please like?" I was like, "Okay." So we we run it back. You know, I'm like, "Okay, I'll have like, <sighs> fuck it," because I. I, I have been in Utrecht without going back home or California or anything since March. And so I'm pretty burnt out. You know, I've been on the road for the full year and a half. I've seen my family for one month total in two years. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't seen my sister in almost two years. So I'm feeling like ultra tired. And, you know, me and Grace are ultra close. Like we speak yeah. all the time. Like I am very good about being on the road, but there is a limit. I know people say like, ah, oh, boohoo, you know, you get to live the life. And of course, but like you can't replace that time with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, but then Aiden was like, Hey, I really need help just this one time. So I was like, okay, I got you. So then we went through it up until I think I stopped working again after the secret series. I was like, you guys would be fine against five men. That's a team we've played. Don't worry about it. You know, like everything's going to go. Okay. Okay. So then we go two and O against five men. And then, you know, it's the mud golem series. Aiden's like, you know, we got this one. It's like, okay, no problem. And then the Mud Golem series happens, and it's a fucking disaster because we blew like a 10k lead. We were up like 14 to zero in the game. Yeah, yeah. And Aiden just doesn't know what to say. He's kind of crestfallen. I know he's really disappointed. My captain is a king, by the way. Aiden is like by far the most like flexible human in the world. Um, but he's also the most competitive, so he doesn't take losses. He doesn't take losses well in the sense that like he's very disappointed. So then I was like, okay, fuck, guess I'm just not going to have a break. So then we get back at it again. Uh, we figure out some stuff. We put things together. Um, we get all mentally set up right. And then I, we're like, we're going to do this. So then we get into the first series against Nygma. Um, and then I think we lost game one. And we're just like, all right, we're never giving Miracle Void ever again. That was the stupidest shit. <laughs> Like, why are we giving any team void? Like, this hero's like. Just... <laughs> is this prompted your all your complaints about void? Yeah. Earlier when we were talking. I mean, did you see us play against a faceless void ever again? No. No. I was like, we're not playing against that hero. Literally, first picks that shit and bombs us. Like, okay. So then, game two and game three, we actually handed handled them pretty easily. Um. So then I was like, all right, well, Nigma was our first big hurdle because we had not beat them in forever. And we were really nervous. So mm. it was like, okay. And then obviously we played against Viking and had that crazy game too. Where you fucking like relocate, destroy their base. Yeah, who... Uh, <laughs> I I saw the clip that you yeah. guys posted on social media of your win against... What was it? The, the secret game one? Is that what they were... I can't remember. No. I think that was actually maybe the Mud Golems. I, I don't remember, man. It was it was one of your tight games that wasn't Viking yeah. GG. And I I saw Mickey makes a lot of those calls. It, yeah, was, yeah. was he the one who also made the call for the the throne? Yeah. Relocate? So 
hit Aiden had said something in in game. He said, "We're fucking playing to win this tournament, guys." Uh, we're like, why are we nervous? Like, if we lose this ESL, honestly, even if we win, as soon as we do bad in anything, people will say we're a fluke and we suck ass anyways. <laughs> so why do we care about anything? Just play like uh, however we want to play. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, sick. And then Mickey then was like, we're playing to win, boys. And then he just kind of fucking like shot himself to the stars and we all hopped on his back. <laughs> honestly, in this tournament, I know Aiden won the MVP and I was talking to the talent and they're like, oh, Insania, easy MVP. But when we talked about it internally, we thought that Mickey was our like almost unanimous MVP. I know, in fact, um, mm. I knew Aiden was going to do this because he has to speak with Mickey privately and he tried to give him the car. Mm. Which That's I think is funny. unreal. Like yeah. That shows you what kind of character Aiden has. He's the kind of guy that he just wins a $60,000 car and he's like, bro, you deserve this more. I don't know very many people that are built like that. No. No, absolutely not. Um, so Mickey, of course, graciously said, bro, I don't even drive. It's fine. You do so <laughs> much for the team. It was like, it was a really sweetheart moment. Um, but yeah, so then Mickey just made all those calls. Like, I mean, as the tournament went on, he just gained more and more confidence and he just went off. Like, he just popped off like crazy. And then we had... The series against Viking, which obviously we won, and then it was Seeker, right? And that game yep. one was kind of sweaty, but Mickey, I remember I was listening to the comms because I, I listened to the comms during the game. So Jabs watches from outside, and I listen to the comms in my little pod. Uh, I'm like muted on Discord, and I just hear them talk, right? Right, right. And Mickey's constantly saying, guys, it's fine. I'm getting fat. Like, you guys are creating so much space for me. Don't worry, like we're gonna we we've won this one already. Like his confidence oh, let me, let me is just like say, unreal. I love when a carry is that confident and tells yeah. me those things. That feel He's that like, always feels so good. Yeah, he was like, My BKB is coming up. These guys are fucked. Like they have to make this move. And Aiden was like, guys, look at their lineup. They will not scale. Like they cannot. They they are under pressure, not us. Even though we're down like two sets of racks, about to lose our third, you know? And yep. then from that moment on, I knew like we were gonna do this tournament like easy. It's just the way that we play is like, it's so tight, you know, because we're like, we have to play this four man style to create space. And so sometimes like the margin of victory looks a lot smaller than what it actually is, if that makes sense. Okay, so you elaborate on that a little bit more, because I know you guys, you, you guys uh, were, were um, some of your picks the the analysts that I was listening to, Kyle, Sandra, and Fogged, they, they all were a bit confused sometimes about the where you guys would pick certain heroes. In particular, you guys would pick, for example, the Enigma, I think was the most standout, where you guys would would willingly pick Enigma into Vengeful Spirit or into Rubik. Uh, yeah. And you told me your, your team is very execution-based. Yeah, so we don't give a fuck. We think that Tommy will land a black hole at some point in the game. Maybe it gets stolen, but we think like it's we're good enough that we will cover for these issues, if that makes sense. So mm. you could see a lot in the game where we had Enigma versus Rubik, where Boxy's playing Void Spirit and he catches Yapsor simultaneously. So even if Yapsor steals it, he can't use it. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Like he makes sure that Yapsor's lifelike is impossibly hard. So there's no blowback in that way. And so our team is like very execution driven. And I think that was really cool to see. Um I know a lot of the analysts like hated our drafts and I've got no beef because if I saw some of our drafts, I'd also say like, yikes. So I hope the community doesn't like vilify them because a lot of the times, if I'm honest here and being a coach and stuff, 
And being a part of this team makes you realize a lot of things. Um, one is, I will say this as a credit to like Fogged and you and Sind and all that. It's really easy to look bad when a team loses, but oftentimes we thought we'd lost the draft and we'd win the game. And that <laughs> the end result of that shouldn't be they won the game, the draft was good. You know, like there would be a lot of times where we'd win a game and Aiden would say, I don't ever want to be in that position again. Mm. You know, whereas from the outside, everyone will say like, lol, Kyle or Fogged or Cap got it wrong. They have no idea what they're talking about. Dota is like a lot of it's play based, you know? Yeah. That, so I mean, that, that, that was one of the, that is still a conversation that I will always remember is the conversation I had with Kuro about drafts and like, like he, how he was telling me how, you know, like drafts are never won or lost. You know, they, it's, it's never that simple. It's never as simple as like, you know, we can even put percentages on it, but he, he, in his mind, you know, like every draft can win. It's just yeah. about the execution inside the game. Yeah. And I felt like our execution was the best in the tournament, like yeah. consistently. Everyone will say like we fluked out a lot of wins, but if you fluke enough in a row, at some point you just realize that's how we're playing. And I think like for a lot of people that watch the games casually, they're like, oh, a lot of Liquid's games look close, but you know, like we we're a good late game team. Do you feel like um, that can get you guys into trouble sometimes? The the fact that you view Dota and its execution, let's say, like very uh, idealistically, like like it, it feels like to me, like Dota for me, when I view Dota, like I view it as a game of mistakes. Like I watch yeah. it when I'm watching all these pro games, I'm seeing people make mistakes all the time because there are so many factors that you can't account yeah. for all of them, right? Do you, do you I mean, feel like that that's going to get you guys tripped up at some point? Ah, huh, for sure. Our team is like the kings of like hypotheticals. You know, <laughs> a lot of times when we, by the way, when we get into drafts, we'll have like we will have thought the game is over one, especially like boxy, for example. We'll say like, ah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's just kind of one of those like you ever see that like Sherlock Holmes thing, you know, the old movie or not? They're not ultra old, but with like Robert Downey Jr., where he sees all the moves coming. Yeah, I think yeah. boxy sometimes sees it like that in his head. It's mm. just like, okay, we've lost this one. But at this <laughs> tournament, we didn't do that. We were just kind of like, ah, it'll it'll work out. I mean, I, I, I won't, I'll be honest, I don't want to win like this all the time. It's probably a little bit closer uh, than I'd like, but, you know, it was a nice way to win. It was cool that we it relied was. on our individual skills so hard. Um, and it, it was it very flashed out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we, I think personally, we have some of the best mechanical players in the world. I think Mickey's got like three accounts at 10k MMR now. Tommy's uh, like fourth in Europe. Max and Boxy are absolute studs. Um, and then Aiden, I think, might be the best mechanical five in the world. So I, I just think we're stacked across the board when it comes to like execution-based things. Mm -hmm. Is there any game um, that you can really remember where you walked away from the draft being like, oh man, we really lost that draft? Uh, but you guys managed to pull it out anyway. Like I, yeah. I know one game. You you said game three of Navi, but you guys did end up losing that game. Is, yeah. is there an example of one where you won? Um, let's see. Game two versus Mud Golems. I don't think I liked our draft very much, mm. and I don't think Aiden did either. But we ended up winning, okay. so it was kind of okay. It was just one of those like not the my favorite situation that we've ever been in. 
and it was oh is like that the game where you guys played against uh bristle the 5. 33 tide hunter and bristle five yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i didn't know what to make of the, that draft man i was yeah. too confused by mud golfs. i was like what the hell is happening next thing you know i see 33 building meteor hammer tide hunter i'm like <laughs> yeah. i can't keep we up we didn't love our draft in this game i told mm. you though after the draft in game three that we had lost yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm pretty sure your draft wasn't even done <laughs> you you're just like i'm pretty sure we lost this one <laughs> i mean my my guy jabs and jabs told me that our draft was sick and i was like we lost i messaged okay. you i said okay this one's done <laughs> so i uh so i anticipated like seeing some really whack-ass shit the, the yeah. way you said that right and i i watched the your draft and I didn't see anything that like really stood out to me as like terrible. Uh, I I personally I know I never loved the the Rubik IO as a support duo, but like otherwise, I feel like you, you guys kind of have the like the lane winning bat rider initiator. No, you got the team lane. fighting death prophet. You know, like for for the draft, that's what I see, and I'm just like, ah, it doesn't look that bad to me. No, we got absolutely worked by. Uh, <laughs> we got absolutely worked by. Uh, D2? The fact that we had like no stuns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like one, two real team fight abilities and like one stun. It was not going to go well. Mm. Also, I think Navi is a very laning based team. And yeah, he, we, we got absolutely worked in the lane. So is that, is that something that you guys kind of figured out for the finals, like during the finals or before? We knew that, by like, watching Navi's... their games. Mm. Uh, credit to Jabs. He figured out, he was like, these guys have to win lanes to win the game. And we're like, okay. So then we found like there are certain bands. Like, I think if you go back and watch the game or something, uh, you can kind of see what happened. But I, I'll also give the most credit in the world to Aiden. Aiden was like an actual genius. Um, he was like, okay, so if you notice in a lot of our bands, if you go back and watch, we ban Beastmaster all the time. Yeah. Um, so we actually kind of trapped them a little bit. Because they don't play BM, but Aiden said, I promise you guys, if they if we keep banning BM like this and we finally don't do it in this series, any coach <laughs> will just say, fucking pick it. So we anticipated the BM in game two and we kind of worked around it. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. Yeah, he was just like, you guys you guys baited out a, a yeah. Beastmaster. Uh they they did uh Phoenix opener, you guys Oracle uh and then you beastmaster and then you you give out the the sven who's yeah. one of the better carries at dealing with beastmaster in lane yeah and then uh i i mean from there they draw which i think is actually quite good against sven mm -hmm. um i saw a lot of people on reddit say it wasn't but we think it's like draws really good against sven oh the the panel thought it was either draw medusa the moment they yeah. picked up venge i think they i don't said know who's draw medusa 100 percent. i don't know who picks Dusa aside from like viking or something but, <laughs> yeah, yeah um and then yeah but like game two draft i could see us kind of but max had a really free matchup also if you notice in this one series alone boxy played all three roles he I played did. mid offlane and four <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah. actually yeah, how has Boxy gotten himself into this position? He likes it, man. Yeah, he's his own thing. He just likes being, yeah, having new experiences, playing yeah. mid, playing four. I mean, when we, when when we, I, I was trying to find it actually just for like nostalgia and maybe like post it on Twitter or something. But Aiden messaged me about seven months ago and said, "Hey, I think I want to move Boxy around." lane wise like i want him to play four sometimes because i think this patch is better for him 
it was actually unreal how quickly he called it you know and mm. i i'm his cap i'm his coach and so he runs a lot of ideas by me and he was just like what do you think and i said well we can try it out but I, in my head i remember i i i talked to victor a lot who's our owner and he likes to really be in the know of like what's going on with our team and all that jazz and he was like what do you think and i was like i think it's not gonna work out but i have to sometimes just trust aiden's intuition and gut because uh, a lot of times sometimes i'm right with things sometimes aiden's right with things but i think what's really important is like we trust each other fully you know if one person feels really strongly we try to support it rather than mm-hmm. like figure out ways to like make it not work and then if it doesn't work after that then we can both walk away from it knowing that the other side tried their best to like you know meet halfway does that make sense sure yeah 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 i mean that that way you both have uh more let's say creative freedom yeah like exactly when you have weird ideas like Dota, Dota is a game that we've routinely seen. Like, there's a lot of weird shit that can work, and a lot of people yeah. have come up with some ideas that have won tournaments. Yeah, so. and so sometimes Aiden will say, "Like, hey, I want to try this," and if we don't give it full effort, I I think both sides are unsatisfied. Do you know what I mean? We're thinking it's a waste yeah. of time, and he's thinking, "Well, we never really tried it the way that I wanted to." So at least when it comes to me and Aiden, I tried it when he was like, "I want to do this switch." I was like, "Okay, I fully support it." Like, let's really give it an effort. You know, I think we have the best offlaner in the world. And all of a sudden, like, he's going to be playing four. <laughs> like, okay. And Tommy's, like, very rarely played offlane, but we're just going to do this. Okay. But yeah, just kind of worked out. And then you guys, uh, so you're up 2 0. Then you have that loss against Navi. I assume that loss wasn't, I don't know. I mean, you expected the loss, but uh, how did the rest of the team feel after oh, I mean, that first game? Aiden was a king. He was like, it's fine. The way we played, we were eventually going to like get caught out. But think about how close this game was, even where we were down 19k. Mm, yeah. You know, because if you saw the game, we were getting stomped, like in terms of gold. But we were still making the team fights really close. Yeah, you still and, had a chance to be able to yeah. win. And Aiden was like, our team fight is potentially better than theirs. Like, I think we're going to win this one, no matter what, guys. Just like believe in our concept. And we will win. And then I remember game four draft started and they picked Slardar first. And uh Boxy was like, I think Lich is pretty good here as a you know, as a safe lane support counter. And Aiden's like, I'm kinda down for it. And Tommy was like, You're not playing Lich. <laughs> he was just like, I don't <laughs> which is Tommy's way of saying like your Lich sucks, dude. He's like and then he was like, what about Grimstroke? And then Mickey instantly was like, yeah, 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 Grimstroke. And we're like, okay. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, uh, you know, I actually started playing uh, some Grimstroke because I saw you guys pick it. I was like, I haven't played that. He- I love that hero. And yeah. I was like, I haven't played in a while. Uh, maybe it doesn't feel so bad. <laughs> like, they, they must have picked it for a reason, right? <laughs> no, it's still pretty bad. But we yeah, knew we were going to jug. Not that and it was our comfort. So yeah, yeah. We, we were in a good spot. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure Mickey is pretty hyped. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you guys are going to pick a, a jug, then uh, Grimstroke is pretty something ideal. Really at funny that in point. this game was we yeah. said, okay, this is a six storm game. We see Slardar, Disruptor, Io. We're like freest storm game of our lives right now, right? Uh huh. We're like, okay, we're in wait, ultra wait, wait, good wait, wait. territory. Do you guys know about? Did you guys not know about the Disruptor thing? What? He can pull you out of out of uh, your role. Ah, uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like oh. Disruptor doesn't like playing against really like quick heroes. 
sure. you know, like heroes that like pace around the map really fast. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, really good storm game, and plus you'll get BKB at some point. <laughs> like it'll be your second or third item, so it's fine. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, it's a free storm game. There's no more carries that they can pick, you know. And then they fucking AM'd us. <laughs> and then we were just like, McKay was like, it's fine. And Aiden was like, guys, my hero's so good against AM later. You know, when I link him. Plus, you know how yeah. greedy Aiden is, so he'll get Ags at some point, And yeah, this guy's yeah, done. Yeah. Although they counterpicked our storm with Tiny twice, which I thought yeah. was really curious. I, I wanted to bring that up. You guys picked Storm into Tiny, and I asked you about it, and I even asked you if it was about the matchup against Tiny, which I know most melee heroes hate Storm right now. Yeah, and they just did it up again. Yeah, they uh, they really liked that. I was very confused. I was like, okay, this guy must he must have a read or something, or some scrim must have gone so well. I mean, something must have happened that leads him down this path, right? Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I but mean, I thought, it's... like uh, the first landing phase, he messed something up, but yeah, turns out he he lost the second landing phase as well. So yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, um, how do I say it? Like, when you're this far in a tournament, you can't you can't change. Do you know what I mean? You can't really. You will go with the with whatever led you there in the first place. Yeah, I know a lot of people are like, "Well, why doesn't X team just do this?" If your mid laner says that this is a good matchup, and suddenly you just start doubting everything he says, he's not going to feel good. Yeah, it's like you just kind of have to ride or die sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but then after that, you know, we were we were the champions. Was that a was that a how did you feel as a, as a coach finally seeing them? get a win because th- this is not only their their biggest win that they've had as a roster but this is the first uh when you guys have had since liquid right i don't know yes. if i missed something small, we had some seconds but... and thirds and stuff yeah yeah um i was pretty overwhelmed um i mean it felt like me and aiden had really worked so hard um especially aiden i was so proud uh, we had a lot of personal things that I think told you had it was going on in our players' lives, mm-hmm. um, and so like with that, it was very emotional. Like we were just kind of just like, "Holy shit!" Um, I like I can't actually believe it. It was like it was very stunning. Like it, it was, I, I was I had a lot of emotions. I I I had ordered sushi after game three because I knew we were going to lose game three. Um, so then I was just sitting there eating sushi. i felt good too there was i mean there was a part of me that has a level of control on this team that i never really got on my other teams yeah you always told me when you were like coaching for the previous liquid you would always tell me like what the fuck am i going to teach kuro about dota yeah and it's not just that like i mean he gave me as much control as i think i'm expected to get there but i think in this one Okay, for example, uh, before our series versus Navi, we're debating bands. You know, Jabs and Aiden are debating bands. And I'm just chilling in my pod, and they both burst into my pod, and they say, Aiden's like, okay, are we banning Doom or Beastmaster? Because I want to ban Beastmaster. Jabs wants to ban Doom. Like, this is kind of a stupid situation. And I'm thinking about it, and I was like, we're banning Doom. 
And he's yeah, like, and you guys banned Doom all four games. Yeah. So then sure. he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, we're banning Doom. You know, I was like, I think he expected me to take his side. Mm. But then I explained out my reasoning. I was like, this guy feels really comfortable. Max will feel uncomfortable if he feels behind in like farm and stuff. Like he's going to always like subconsciously think about this guy. Uh, just don't like, don't bother, you know, like, let's just get it out of the way and we'll figure it out later. And then, so we just got it out of the pool. And so it's like things like that, that he just lets me take the last word on, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. which I, I'm like, you know, how many coaches are going to get that kind of privilege? Um, especially with like my background, not being like a top player or something. Sure. I mean, you, you, uh, it definitely says a lot about how much your players respect you. I mean, I've talked to some of your players and it seems like they think the world of you. So they actually hold you as, you know, it feels like you're actually, you're, you're, uh, you know, like people always like to compare it to regular sports. So it feels like you're much more of a, uh, a regular, um, what we expect from a coach where it's more of, um, you have more control and power. Whereas like in most esports, players have so much power in that dynamic that coaches don't traditionally, uh, aren't able to make those kind of calls, let's say. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't know. It was like winning together with this squad felt like it was a dream. You know, I, this was my, I've, I think I've won an epicenter and another ESL with like DC con second at some majors, but I think this one was by far the most special. Because it just felt like, I don't know, just kind of felt like no one really believed in us aside from us and, like, the org. You know, it was like, everyone always thinks we kind of suck and are really mediocre. And this kind of just felt like, at least in this, like, one singular day, we're, like, the best team in Europe. And that was, like, enough for me. So what did you guys do after? No, no partying, I assume, but... No, we went outside, we spoke as a group, we talked about how, like, we did it. Because I wanted us to really remember, not just, like... I, I didn't want us to just focus on the fact that we won. I wanted us to remember how we got here, and, like, what we did to get here. So that if we ever needed to again, um, we could get back here. And, I, I mean, I told, I think I've told you that we will always be as good as we want to be. Which is why sometimes it looks from the outside like we're really erratic. And I know it sounds like an excuse. And it's really not meant to be that way. I just mean like our team, we're like, we're kind of lazy guys. All five of us in a way. Maybe with the exception (laughs) of like Max and Aiden. But like the rest of us are lazy as fuck. Including me. And so like sometimes we just want to like, you know this next tournament we're going to suck at. And people (laughs) are just going to have to like, they're going to say we fluked. But I promise you, we will not fluke when it matters. Like, there's a reason, like, every big tournament, you know, top six, two majors, we've only gone top six in the last eight tournaments. We won this one. Like, we had to go, we had arguably the hardest road to get here from start to finish. I think, anyways. Maybe Mud Golems. I mean, Mud Golems only lost to us or Navi. Do you know that? In this entire tournament. That's pretty unreal. That's pretty rough. So maybe like maybe mud golems, but like aside from that, like I think we had the hardest road and we, we got here like no problem, you know. Um only dropped one game in the loser bracket or two, sorry, in like f- how many series? One, two, three, four, five series, we dropped two maps total. You know, like we will be a good team whenever we need to. You just don't bet on us. And if you want to, <laughs> here's the trick. If we do well in one tournament, just think we're gonna suck in the next one. 
<laughs> do do you feel like um that does that speak a little bit to like the that loss do you feel like you lose some motivation by winning like you guys just aren't going to grind as hard for the next one i mean personally for me um so there's a few things one i like to win or lose see what we took away from the tournament and what we'll keep and what we'll discard um so for every tournament that we've ever had sometimes the ones that go well we know that we did things wrong and sometimes the ones that we know went bad we were onto something like you know the esl that i wasn't coaching for that i casted yeah. um the very very first one it was in like frankfurt or something i los remember angeles. me and the, used to in los angeles no 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 no. it was er. even before that it was right after dreamhack rotterdam or something okay uh it's like one where like quincy crew beat us or something and we got knocked down in the groups or some shit yeah, that was before you'd even started kind yeah, of yeah. coaching for the random, right? Yeah. But we had some ideas after Dreamhack Rotterdam, and even though that tournament went disastrously, we're like, we will keep this with us. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, and okay. then for the next tournament, even though it didn't go well, we're like, we're on to something. And then we got top six at the major. You know, like we kind of just know me and Aiden have worked out a system where we're like, okay, this is positive, this is a negative. So for this tournament, we know what we want to take with us to the next, like, big one that we want to try hard at and it's honestly kind of motivating for the team i think when they understand it's like the flip the switch has been flipped i want a top three out of them they'll do it and that's like mm. such a that's such a big confidence booster imagine if i told my team every time i want to do well at this tournament and they just do it that means when we get to ti i'm like okay like this is the culmination you know like we know we will do well when we want to do well and so do you think that it, uh like why why can't you be secret then? Why why can't you just be like I want to get top three every tournament? Uh, because I think secret is oh, like they're so much better than everyone individually, and their teamwork is just like always. No matter how little they try, it's just there. Whereas for us, we have to give it effort every time, and because we're inherently lazy people, that's hard for us. We have to really put in a hundred percent to really mm -hmm. get here. All our performances, we've had to like give a lot of effort to um and we just it's our, our team is has been together forever um i've only been with them for like two years but there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you don't see uh i'll say like our team is very different personality wise even though from the outside it looks like we're like a loving family uh i mean i think we all care about each other and we all get along well but we are very different personalities and we have different ideas on dota and stuff and that clashes a lot. Mm. Uh, it clashes really often. And so, like, if I put my team through that stress every time, because remember, my captain told me at two different times he was done. You know, <laughs> yeah. do I really want to subject him to that every single tournament? Mm -hmm. Is that, like, the, the healthiest thing for us? Probably not, right? So right. we you got to pick some of your spots. Okay. And... uh is there so I, I I'm assuming some of this is strategy stuff, but I'm sure a lot about this other stuff is just overall team dynamic things. Like, what did you take from this tournament, or what have you taken from tournaments in the past? Just give me an example of like something that you say we're keeping this. Oh, um, this one was we we uh, <laughs> there's a few things actually. Um, in the past, we used to do this thing with Tommy where we would um we would ask him his item build and go ask him to like talk about the progression of his reads in the game. 
like before the game started. We'd say like, what do you want to do in this part of the game? What do you want to do in this part of the game? What do you want to do in this part of the game? Just say it out. And even though like the tournament went disastrously and he kind of struggled to figure it all out, like the more and more we got him to speak about his early game, the better everything started to click. Mm. Um, and we started to notice that correlation. Um, we noticed some stuff too, like when it came to Mickey and his attitude going into the game, how he would treat certain situations, we would kind of like try to get him out of like negative feedback loops and stuff like that. So, yeah. And then even like to something like Jabs, for example, um, like Jabs, when he first joined, we did pretty terribly for the first two tournaments. But me and Aiden, I think we're like, let's kind of see it out. You know, like a lot of people, I think, because before Jabs had joined, we had just gone third in like Epic League or something. And then we had just gone like second, third, third, fifth. You know, we had like some sixth streak. And we pick up Jabs and we had like two pretty bad tournaments. But we're like, yeah, this will work out. Like we believe in it. Or at least I did more than Aiden <laughs> at first. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm sure Jabs was feeling <laughs> a little bit in the hot seat there coming onto a team and having them immediately uh, do worse than they had before. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think Aiden had any beef. And... Yeah. Yeah. It was more like when I first suggested Jabs, Aiden was like, why? He's like, well, our team is good as it is. Like, yeah, why, what else why, do we need? Why fix it if it ain't broke? Yeah, and I was like, well, I mean, I, when it comes to stuff like this, I have no ego. Like, I, uh, this is like the one tournament I read comments for, and I didn't respond to anything, but I just kind of did it for fun. And I, I'm really over it now. Like, when's the last time you've heard me complain about a Reddit thing or something somebody said to me? It's been like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never post on Reddit anymore in general, unless like this. I one mean, you'll complain Potter. to me about you, you. I mean, you you said it a couple times in this episode. You'll complain about uh, how people think you guys are mediocre and stuff, yeah. but specifically about you. No, you haven't talked yeah. about that in a while. And so, um, when it came to Jabs, it was like I, I saw a lot of people say like, "Ah, oh, Jabs is the only reason you guys want and stuff like that," and I I wholly support that. You know, I. I think that Jabs is like incredibly invaluable to us. And like me and him have no ego when it comes to each other. Like I was the person that hired him. Um, and he treats me with a lot of respect and I have a lot of respect for him. So it's like, you know, I like I got no beef there. Mm. We work well together. I like I, I hope people think he deserves all the credit in the world. Like he was he was a boss this tournament. He worked really hard here. But I think I'm a lot sure of people want uh... Well, I'm sure it's a good confidence boost for for him because e- even if him coming onto that team, like even if it's entirely coincidental, you know, I'm sure he, he felt kind of weird about the fact that the team was doing worse, and then you guys come to this tournament, yeah, and you guys get your best placing yet, yeah. So, I mean, I hope he has all the confidence. I highly doubt that he's going to listen to this podcast. I don't think either of us promote it. We just kind of vibe. I don't even know how many yeah. people listen to your... I was like 30 people probably. <laughs> I'll promote this one a little bit more, but... Yeah, but yeah. Jabs, uh, Jabs is the king in this one. He's uh, He's been pretty instrumental for us. And I told, I told Aiden, I was pretty honest with him. I was like... So I'm taking a break after this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like... Jabs will take over. It'll be fine. Because for me, I don't want to coach for more than a year or two. So I, I'm Why hoping that Japs will replace me. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like doing other things. 
Um, <laughs> that, that does sound like the William that I know. Like, ah, you know, you, you, uh, yeah. you, you start something, you're excited about it, and then you get really good at it, and then you kind of want to do something else. Yeah, I mean, I for me, anyways, obviously, I want to win a TI or do really well at a TI first. And then once that's done, I think I'll be good. Mm. I'll know that I could have done what I wanted to. And everyone can take away and say, like, I was not the reason. I see that all the time. Um, I mean, I feel like I have a pretty good resume. I've won, like, two ESLs, gotten, like, a bunch of, like, top fours at majors and stuff um, across three different teams now. But, yeah. like, I know that I've said I've done what I've set out to accomplish, and I was happy with it. And I think that the teams that I worked with were happy about it. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I know when I leave, everyone will say like, oh, you got kicked and they got so much better. And I hope they get a lot better. You know, I hope they like improve leaps and bounds without me. That's like, what what kind of spiteful human being would I be with if I was like, I really hope they suck once I leave. No. They, they <laughs> so are I look guys. better. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the friends that I made. I hope they suffer so I can look better. <laughs> like whenever a team does like better without me, like why would I be sad about that? That if anything, like I want I want that to be a thing. And you know, this team might outgrow me, I might outgrow them. For now though, super you know, I love these guys. They're OP. For now, it seems like you guys are um, just building, building a strong foundation and getting better and better. So, oh yeah, I mean, I knew that this was the one squad I would come back from, come back for. I mean, it was like these are the guys. And when, yeah, when you told me when you so when you uh, when you first uh, were talking about coaching, I think you had already kind of decided, but you said this is this is the team that like you definitely would come back to coaching for and yeah. you help them as much as possible. Yeah. And, you know, this feels like a nice cap to the year. So now we're going to suck. What, what What's next, huh? <laughs> epicenter? Are you guys playing in a bad epicenter? Is that Epic League? Oh, yikes. That yeah, one's going to go. <laughs> 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 All yeah. right. You're already here first. All in against Liquid every I'm gonna. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not coaching this one. I'm taking the next two months off. Uh, all right. Two months. Damn. I actually am taking like a kind of indefinite break. I told uh, Victor and the boys. Well, because these fuckers interrupted me in the middle of my break for this ESL. Like I was supposed <laughs> to take this ESL off and go hard for Epic League. And it, it just keeps getting delayed. Uh-huh, and Victor uh-huh. was like, well, what if they come to you in the middle of Epic League? And I was like, <laughs> ah, you fuck. I, I told Aiden, I was like, I know you know me that if you message me and say that I need to, I will come back. But I just need a little bit more time until I'm like mentally OK. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, even if you are physically away from them, I know you're going to get some messages and I know you won't be able to help yourself. Yes. Yeah, so I told Aiden, I was like, hey. I uh I'm not having the easiest time right now. I just desperately need just a little bit. You know, like I don't need a ton. I just need a little bit of time to like get myself right and then you know, we'll we'll be okay. But I need So what are you going to do? For that two Um months? I'm going to play a lot of PUBG with Jacob. <laughs> um I'm going to watch a lot of MMA with with Victor and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna chill. I, I think right. I think I, I wanna do nothing. Maybe I'll play a shit ton of raft by myself and just fish. 
hours. <laughs> that might be like a def- definitive thing that I might do. What's the um, fisherman is back? Yeah, I mean, I just uh, I just want to vibe for a really long time, and then we'll see when I come back. And yeah, hopefully, yeah, uh, hopefully by that time we'll be ramping up and having a regular season to TI. is that what you think god i I hope so that's adorable i I like that (laughs) all right we'll close it out there good job buddy thank you